This is Health Matters with Sipla. While HIV and AIDS is not the pandemic that everyone has been speaking about mostly over the past couple of years, it's still a global challenge that affects all of us. Uh, Dr. Precious Garnet is your marketing manager and medical advisor to the Infectious Disease and Vaccines Portfolio, passionate about infectious diseases, adolescent health, and global public health. Uh, and she joins us this week in Health Matters. Doctor, thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks. All things considered. Now, I want to ask you first off, what does World AIDS Day mean to you? I know it's it's happening soon. Yeah, yeah, it actually just happened. Happened, the correct. First of, yes, the first of December. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, it is it is a very special day. Obviously, being involved in in, in HIV and AIDS AIDS work. Yes. Um, but and and one of the most significant things that were said uh, in this last in this year's commemoration was World AIDS Day should be every day. Day, right? No, absolutely. But it is it is a day where we remember where we come from in this pandemic. We remember remember the people that we've lost. We remember yes. the people that have been affected and infected Absolutely. by this disease. Yeah. But mostly just an appreciation of how far we've come. Yeah. Because we've come a very, very long way. We have. Mm. And we've been sidetracked, as it were, over the past two years by the pandemic. And there always seems to be something else that comes along to grab the limelight, as it were, and the focus. And then when that happens, it also then means that sometimes, to a degree, the resources too. Uh, so these are things that we kind of keep top of mind when we talk about HIV and AIDS and the um, the need to keep it relevant as mm. always and the conversations going. Um, why did you choose to be an HIV specialist? Where did your passion for this particular issue come from? Oh, um, that might take us an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, in summary, yeah. uh, it's I, I grew up in rural um, KwaZulu-Natal, and I remember, um, I'm not that old, but um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, I lost a lot of family members to HIV. And back then, yeah. there was no name to this disease. Um, just live right in center. And it wasn't okay. Like, it really wasn't yeah. okay. I was a small child then, but it wasn't okay. I wanted to um, to do something about that. So my grandmother will tell you that I've been a doctor since I was four. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, and, and this is why, um, as you were speaking about World AIDS Day, mm. um, remembering all of that so that we can continue soldier on and Absolutely. put and still continuously mm. putting the, um, the gas in the pedal is important. What is the state of HIV in South Africa at the moment? Uh, what are our wins? Maybe we can reflect mm. some of, of the challenges too. Mm. So um, we've come a very long way. Mm. Uh, we've come from when there was no medicines yes. at all and people were dying left, right and center. Mm. To, um, you'll remember, I don't know if you'd remember, I hope everybody does remember because this was a significant part of our fight against HIV. Um, when uh, treatment action campaign took yes. the government and the president to court yeah. so that- Zaki Yes, yeah. so that people can have access to ARVs. We come from there to now where you have three, four, five, six different options of medicines. Absolutely. So we've, we, um, it's, it's, been, it's been quite amazing. Um, a lot of work, different stakeholders mm. have been involved in this. Um, and uh, we had, by 2020, we had our, our goals, right? Um, not only South Africa, sure. but um, Globally. Yeah. Yeah, um, global health. 90, 90, 90, 90% of people that have HIV should be diagnosed. 90% of people that are diagnosed mm. should be on treatment and 90% of people that are on treatment, should the virus should be controlled. Yes. Um, we reached 
two out of three, which is a pass mark, I yes. think. Yes, yeah. At, at least in... Yeah, it was. When I went to school, <laughs> it was a pass Exactly. So we did achieve the first 90 and the third 90. Yes. Uh, we're still working on the um, the second 90. In, uh, in our past mark, um, yeah. after 2020, we pushed the envelope to 95, 99, sure. 95, 95, 95 by 2030. Wow, that is staggering. And and um, so last, this year's commemoration was uh, in the free states. There's yeah. districts in the free states that have reached the 95, 95, 95s. How amazing is that? It's incredible. And, and it's amazing because you look at the kind of work that's being done and, and you talk about the, the rural parts of South Africa, uh, about how, you know, technology and medicine has evolved to the degree where, you know, if you're on and you stick to your medical regime and you take whatever's prescribed to you, you'll be okay. How do you find, and and, and, and this is a question that, that, that it's not down on the paper in front of me, but how do you find, um, you know, the, the education in terms of telling people, take your medicine every day. Because, you know, people want to know why they're not getting better, why they're getting worse and showing showing other symptoms. Mm. And you find out that simple things, and it doesn't, it's not only HIV, mm. it's, it's it's any chronic, uh, 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 chronic medicines, mm. you find that the biggest fault is the defaulter, the person not taking mm. their medicine on a regular basis. Mm. <sighs> taking medicines every day for life is difficult, it, no it is. matter yeah. what disease you have, yeah. it is difficult. Um, and it becomes even more confounded when there's a lot of stigma around the disease. Sure. When you have to hide your yeah. medicines, where you don't necessarily have social support, it becomes very, very difficult. Yes. And a lot of patients, um, especially in the HIV space, they speak about pill fatigue. Like, yeah. Because um, not only are you forced, because mm. you are forced, yes. um, whether it is you are forcing yourself or um, to take these medicines every day, yes. but every time you pick up that bottle, it's a reminder that I live with this disease. Absolutely. With this dreaded disease. Yeah. So as much as we have solutions, yes. yeah. Um, yeah. there are still a lot of challenges that come yeah. with it. Absolutely. And we especially see um, with PrEP, yes. um, which is uh, uh, prevention prevention of, of HIV tablets. And it's one tablet once a day and mm. young people are struggling. Yeah. And, and they even go as far as saying, um, how do I take a pill to prevent taking a pill? <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it's a very good question. Exactly. Because if you have HIV, you have to sure. take a pill every yeah. day for the rest of your life. Absolutely. I'm saying to young people, uh, to prevent taking a pill every day, you have to take, take a, a pill, pill every, every day. day. <laughs> Man. Uh, Doctor, the United Nations program on HIV and AIDS has set a goal, that goal that we know. Um, realistically, you mentioned that 95, 95, 95. You're on track. I think it, there's a good chance it'll happen before. The prescribed date of twenty. Actually, um, the the Minister of Health was speaking about accelerating this to um, for South Africa yeah. to achieve ninety five ninety five by twenty twenty five. Just last <laughs> five years off the the target. Yeah, very very ambitious, but ambition is good because then it puts it puts a lot of pressure for mm. the resources to yes. be put in for the necessary interventions to happen. Yeah. Um, are we going to get it done? Um, I remain optimistic, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> I love that. Um, and I mean, we, we're living in, a, in an age where anything can happen. Mm. This podcast, this video, in, in 10, 20 years time, you and I will be avatars. Uh, this will be watched again. And our, you and I will be replaced by avatar versions of one another. <laughs> that is how technology evolves. I hope my evolves. avatar will be cute. Though. It will be, very. <laughs> um, how do you anticipate an end, or do you anticipate an end rather to the pandemic? 
It's a very good question because we speak about the end to HIV. Um, I don't, I don't, in my lifetime, at mm -hmm. least, and I'm not that old, um, in my lifetime, I don't anticipate um, a world that exists without HIV. Um, I do think that the success um, mm -hmm. that we are going to have is one, people not dying from HIV anymore, and two, sure. maybe not getting new infections. Gotcha. Um, because we still have 30, um, I think now we're 36 million yes. people in the world living with HIV. We have right. medicines for it, yeah. so they will live, their lifespan yeah. has normalized. Yeah. They will live until they're 70, 80. Um, and right now they're probably in their 40s. Mm. So... By 2030, no, there'll still be a lot of people living with HIV, but the infection should be controlled and we should not be getting new infections. And we should have better medicines. Absolutely. We are, we are um, about to get injections. That is incredible. Yes. So that's the next phase. Yes. And even longer acting ARV. So instead of taking a, a tablet every day, okay. you can take an injection every two months. Or um, brilliant. In, also in the works is implants. Oh. You can have an implant. Um, See the technology uh -huh. that's on the doorstep and been implemented currently. I think that's the way to go. I I have to take chronic medication mm. every day, twice a day for epilepsy. How's that for you? And that is terrible because I'll tell you why. The questions you get when you're traveling with people and you open up a, a medicine uh, container and you mm. take pills, the first thing that goes, what are you taking? Why are you taking it for? Why, what's the story? So I can understand mm. anyone living with mm. a chronic condition, mm. living with HIV, the questions that they get asked by family members, by friends, because after all, these people aren't just taking the medication at home. Mm. They're taking it at the place of work. They're taking it socially when the time is, and, and it's sticking to that regular time frame as well. Of making sure if I take my medicine, uh, I've got to take it at the same times every day. Mm. Because when you're on chronic medication, it doesn't matter what it's for, you feel when you haven't taken the medication. I mean, you can feel it. Mm. You feel something's not right in your world and it's you're, you're missing mm. the, that that dose of whatever it is that you're on. Mm. Um, so I can understand the, 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 the stigma attached to it, why people want to avoid in public spaces not, not wanting to do it. But then I realized with epilepsy, like, well, like, like HIV, and uh, although they're worlds apart, mm. um, they 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 both require a lot of education, and not only education or um, others that have it, but around diagnosing and getting yourself tested to make sure you know mm. your your status, to mm. know what it is that you have. Many of these symptoms don't show up for 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 a long time. Long, long time. Um, but but uh, but again, if it all it boils down to the education, and I think it should be top of mind not only on World AIDS Day. But every single day in South Africa and the world. Exactly, exactly. And 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 one of my um, calls to action, if we are to achieve this 95, 95, 95 by 2030, is that um, from policymakers to doctors to different stakeholders that are involved in um, trying to achieve these goals, we need to also take a step back because. HIV, we've had HIV for the last 40 years, yeah. four decades yeah. later, yeah. right? We need to take a step back and, and, and look at, so why have we not achieved? Because sure. we did it, we covered. Yeah, like, absolutely. What, two, two, two years, years. exactly. Done. And four decades later, we're Here still we are. battling with HIV. Like we need to take a lot of learnings. Yeah. Um, we need to do a lot of reflection. Yes. And we need to maybe change the course of our strategies. Amazing. Like look at education, for example, young people. Yeah. Um, 
brochures that yeah. work for 15-year-olds no, no one anymore. wants to read a brochure. <laughs> we need to think about how to educate young people around HIV, preventing HIV Absolutely. in the medium, in the language that they understand. Absolutely. Listen, this has been such a great chat. Thanks for joining us and enlightening us on what the current state of the country and the world's uh, uh, up, update is on, on, on HIV and, and that the fight is an ongoing fight in terms of all of the things we've mentioned, whether it's education, whether it's making sure people take the medication on time, whether they get the right medication for, for what they're going through, whether it's HIV or epilepsy. Um, and thank you yeah, for your time today. It's been thank amazing. Thank you for having me. And you're right, you're, you're a spring chicken still. Um, <laughs> if you're watching this video, you can see for yourself, this is, she should be, I mean, she should be on, on the cover of a Cosmopolitan oh, magazine. That's so kind. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Precious Garner, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, edition of Health Matters. If you like it, please subscribe, give us the thumbs up, and we'll catch you again for another one soon. You've just enjoyed Health Matters with Sipla.